It's a My Mac Christmas, and this is My Mac Podcast number 325. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 325. I am one of your co-hosts, Guy. And, of course, as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Gaz, how you doing? I'm doing great today, Guy. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay, but you sound a little different. Are you still not over that cold you had last week? <coughs> I, I've got a new mic, too. Maybe that's the problem. Oh, I think I got my settings wrong in GarageBand. You sound like a woman. Um, no, no offense. <laughs> Ham, I oh. think I, I think I know that voice. Hey. Uh, and, and yes, I think that is Alison Sheridan, international superstar <laughs> of the Nozilla cast, hosted over at podfeet dot com. See, he had it written down, and he still messed it up. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and by the way, it's Nozilla cast, but I registered Nozilla cast because everybody says it that way because I'm Nozilla. <laughs> I've got no silicast actually written down as well, so there you go. I can't read, but there I, you go. I kept I kept putting in Godzilla cast, and I wasn't getting you at all. <laughs> How are you doing today, Allison? Well, I'm really excited to be here. We've been trying to figure out when I could do this for quite a while, but I finally got a a week off of work, so I could do this in the middle of the day for you guys. Well, appreciate it. Yeah, certainly just as a treat for you. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, of course. It's, it's, yeah, it's almost the middle of the night for me. It's no treat over here. <laughs> that's why that's why we do it when we do, so that Gaz Gaz doesn't have to stay up too late. <laughs> Poor baby. Aww. It is. It's a shame, isn't it? Anyway. Yes. Anything uh, anything going on in your world this week, Gaz? Well, it was my birthday on Saturday. Ah. Happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday to you, Gaz. Gaz, man. Happy birthday to you. I believe yeah, just I, last week you said no one wants to hear you sing, Guy. Oh. <laughs> well, I keep forgetting. Yes. I like to hear me sing. Yes, in the bath. Um, I happened to get a magic track pad. Oh, you did? How do you like it? I'm getting used to it. I'm not sure whether I prefer it over my magic mouse or not yet, you know. Well, you know, I have a feeling that for, for most people that are... that typically use mice that the magic trackpad is 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 going to be you know quite a, a change for them whereas i use a trackpad so i'm kind of used to well you know, yeah but I, I use a trackpad quite a lot on my macbook as well and whenever i come to sit in front of the mac mini and i've got the keyboard i do find myself moving towards the middle of the keyboard slightly below to go to a trackpad and it ain't there and the thing is, with this magic trackpad, it doesn't sit well below the keyboard. It's got to sit to the right of the keyboard. So I'm still kind of my my natural action is to move to the right when I need to use, you know, move the cursor around. Do you like move your whole body to the right, or yeah, I, I kind of shift my whole, yeah, the whole top half of my body moves over to the right, so I can because <laughs> my arms are actually fixed; they're glued to the side of my right, body. Right, and you just kind of poke them straight out. Yeah, that's moves across. Uh, and it's, uh, so, so I'm kind of getting used to the action because when I move my hand to the right, obviously I'm expecting to find a mice, uh, a mouse there. You say mice, I say mouse. Um, and you know, then I've got to change the action from grabbing the mouse to using the trackpad. And there are certain actions which I'm not quite used to yet, but uh, it's still there. I've not moved it. 
There's something squirrely around here. God, that was a bit loud, guy. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I didn't realize that that <laughs> oh, was yeah, so loud. Later. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I apologize to everyone for blowing out your ears. Yeah, I think you're going to have to do something there. You've actually, actually ruined your own board, I think. <laughs> well, if uh, it, it, would almost be, it would almost be a blessing if this computer died. It would give me an excuse to go oh, out. Oh, no, Alison, we're back, we're back on the, can we get some money for, to buy t- uh, Guy a new computer? Yeah, well, I'm not asking. I'm not asking for for them to buy us both a new computer. <laughs> Just me. Anyway, guy, what have we what have we got on the mymac.com po- um, podcast? God, you see, my, I'm I'm all flustered because Allison's on. Uh, what have we got over at the mymac.com website this week? <laughs> well, the first story we have is from Elisa. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. And it's a review of a uh, uh, it's a for dummies book, the HTML. X HTML and CSS, CSS all in one for dummies book, and uh, she liked it. I gave it gave it a great score. Yeah, I, I noted that, and it, it those I'm not so sure about those for dummy books now. They because you can get a for dummy book just about everything, can't you? So, but uh, no, she gave it a good score. So yeah, there you yeah, go. Well, and I, next... I, I kind of lost track on it when when I saw the boiling water for dummies. I figured they were just going too far with it. <laughs> Well, next on the website is guess what? There's some iPad cases. Uh, these oh, are in oh, case thank iPad God. cases. I was so worried. Yeah, I was worried that we wouldn't have any this week. Um, uh, <laughs> and it actually says by John Nemo. But well, sort actually, of. Uh, sort of, because I think uh, I assume that Howard is his brother. Well, how many how many Nemoroskis can there be? Well, there can't be too many. So, so, we, so, so we've got a guest review from uh, John's brother, Howard, and we've got the Travel Kit Plus in case, by in case, and the convertible book jacket, jacket for iPad. Now, the, um, the Travel In Case, actually, um, or Travel Kit Case, I should call it, oh, I really am going to get this right. I'm drinking this beer, and it's far too strong. It's called Travel Kit Plus, before John sends me a, a nasty email saying that I didn't read the, the actual <laughs> article. Um, and um, that got a 9 out of 10, which was quite impressive. And it does look a good bit of kit. Mm, but there's a convertible book jacket for the iPad, which doesn't get such a good rating. Actually, a bit of a lowly 6 out of 10. Um, and it comes in several colours, but... It, mm, and I must admit, it just looks like another stand to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I quite like the case that came with Apple, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple person. <laughs> Next up, we have Adobe Photoshop Lightroom 3 Learn by Video by Susie Gilbert. And I think I said her name right. And this is, you know, this is a series of videos that shows you how, it, how to easily use Photoshop with, you know, visual guides as compared to trying to read it in like a, in like a four dummies book. And that got a pretty good score. Yeah. Uh, the next one, there's uh, a discussion point on mobile, mobile me, uh, from Scott Wilsey, um, which again, oh, I'm sorry. Speaking of Scott Wilsey, he's, uh, he's doing a podcast now called pocket sized podcast talking yeah, about think- iOS devices. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that guy because it comes up later on in the website. But as you've oh. mentioned it already, <laughs> does it now? <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yes, yeah, Scott Scott's now doing a um, a podcast, but he's actually doing a little bit of a look at Mobile Me. And um, I'll be honest with you, I have been away in London for two days, so I didn't get a chance to read it fully. Um, but it looks like it's one of those um, go have a read and then make some comments if you're a Mobile Me user. 
And you can you can leave a comment for us at 703-436-9501 and tell us that we should read the articles before we actually talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> well, no, well, if we read it and told everybody about them, they then wouldn't they go, wouldn't go to the website. Them. Exactly. There you go, you see. <laughs> uh, the next one is also an opinion piece uh, called Does Wanting Technology Make You Make You Materialistic by... You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. And uh, Elisa has quite a lot to say on the subject, and please go on over to the website and take a look at it. Uh, She says here, so according to my definition of materialistic, I am because I have so many toys, as my husband calls them, but I'm not materialistic because I use what I have. And the next one is from Mark Rudd, and he's talking about moo printing. Now, moo normally refers to cows over here in the UK, but uh, Moo Printing, they do customizable full-color business cards. And he's done a review of those business cards. So if you need some business cards, then go over to, uh, is it the Moo website? <laughs> I hope it's the Moo website. That would be such a, that would be a great, moo.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that'd be a good URL for almost anything. I think it doesn't yeah. really even matter what the topic's about. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they get an 8 out of 10 for their uh, their business card, so go take a look. And uh, next up, uh, speaking of Scott Wilsey, is Pocket Size <laughs> Podcast Episode 1, which you can See, also find I went on over iTunes. To the website and I, I read. Know, I knew it was I know, coming I up. I screwed up. I screwed up. <laughs> Hand to God, I messed up. And uh, I've I've gone ahead and listened to it. And um, now we had Scott on a couple of weeks ago, and he was a great guest. And you know, please take some time and go on over and listen to this podcast and and give it a try. I think you'll be very very happy you did. Absolutely. And the next one is a book review from Ian Scott Parker of Photoshop CS5 and Light, Lightroom 3. Um, I don't use either of these products. Um, the book costs $40. Um, I'm not really a book person. Uh, a little bit like Alison here is, you know, you should really read the manual, but I don't. Um, so I'd kind of use it as a bit of a index to try and find out where I'm going wrong. But um, it's probably good that you should read the book first before you use these applications. And, and, <laughs> not and a the bad book, idea. Not a bad idea. And the book does actually get a 9 out of 10. So that's, uh, that looks, sounds like it's a good read. And if you're going for uh, Photoshop CS5 and Lightroom 3, check it out. Yep. Uh, last article for the evening is by Mark Rudd. I, I'm not even sure how to pronounce this. M-U-Z-X Musk. Music. M-U-Z-X. Yeah, I wonder if they're going for music. Yeah, well, it's it's, uh, headphones by Altec Lansing, so you know it's probably going to be pretty good right there. Um, And it's the Ultra Headphones Review. M-U-Z-X Ultra Headphones Review by Mark Rudd. So, again, plenty of stuff over at the MyMac.com website. Go take a look. Yep. And... uh, Let's see here. We've got some stuff coming up. We're going to talk to Allison. You're still there. Oh, yeah. I, I just slipped into a coma for a minute. Okay. That's good. Yeah, well, that's usually how we do the podcast. <laughs> and nice. when we come back, we're going we're gonna to spend some time with Allison and, and talk about the Nozilla, the, the Nozilla Cast podcast. Boy, that's tough to say. Nozilla Cast. Nozilla Cast. Nozilla no Cast. Cast podcast <laughs> and find out how she does it. Uh, but on, on a sad note, um, Earlier this week, Blake Edwards, the director of, of so many great movies, died. And I I wanted to, because I, I love slapstick, and that's what he was so great at, especially with like the Pink Panther movies, I recorded a little bit, and I'm going to play it now, and that's going to take us to our first break. So everyone, 
please stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Is your dig back? Oh. Oh. Nice dig it. I thought you said your dig did not bite. That is not my talk. I knew it! <laughs> he, uh, he has pulled the wrong tooth. <laughs> There's only one man who would pull the wrong tooth. <laughs> it's Cluzo. <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> Kill him! How can a blind man be a looker? How can an idiot be a policeman? Answer me that! It's very simple. All he has to do is enlist. Shut up! Yeah. Good? <laughs> he is not good. He's terrible. He's the worst. There is not any man like him anywhere in the world. Oh, you are so nervy. Falling on the bed with the arm on the floor, ploy. <laughs> very interesting. He's been shot dead, you idiot. <laughs> Kato is in hospital. They nearly blew his little yellow skin off. This is a very serious matter, and everyone in this room is under the suspicions. Room? What? What was that? You said room. Yes, I know that. Monsieur Clouseau's residence. Is there anybody hiding there in the dark? You ruined that piano. What is the price of one piano compared to the terrible crime that has been committed here? But that's a priceless Steinway. Not anymore. Well, Chief Inspector, until we meet again and the case is solved. Do I detect something in your voice that says I am in disfavor with you? Yes. I wish you were dead. Do you know what kind of a bomb it was? The exploding kind. Hey, my Mac listeners, Sam Levin here with App Minute. If you want the latest and greatest of app news information about cool things regarding apps, that means anything application-related, software, hardware peripherals, iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, Android, you name it, you got to listen to App Minute. Check out AppMinute.com, one of the many, many cool, cool shows of the MyMac family. All right, thanks a lot from Sam Levin of AppMinute.com. Hey, this is Allison. 
Jason Sheridan of the No Silicast Podcast, hosted over at Podfeet.com, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz the G-Men from MyMac.com Podcast. And we're back. It's the MyMac.com podcast with Guy and Gaz, and we are joined this week by Allison Sheridan of the Nocilla Cast podcast. And I managed to say that. She did no, it. No, 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 he didn't. Hosted at Podfeet.com. Oh, hosted at Podfeet.com. <laughs> Can I edit <laughs> that in later? Right. No. No. No, no. We're, well, we're going to keep going. We, <laughs> we, we rarely, rarely start over again. <laughs> Usually it's just like, okay, we screwed up. Leave it in. Let's go. It's funny. Just pretend to fix it later. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll fix it in post. In post. Sure, Classic. we will. So, Allison, tell us tell us about yourself. Well, uh, I do a show called the No Silicast Podcast. I sort of stuck the word Mac in the middle so people could actually find it in uh, in iTunes. Now, um, now, yeah, Allison, give it. Give us what you actually say about the Mac bit. Because I tried oh, to do oh. it once, and I failed con- miserably, <laughs> if, if I remember rightly. Well, my, my opening line is, uh, this is Allison Sheridan of the No Silicast Podcast, hosted at podfeet.com, a technology geek podcast with an ever-so-slight Macintosh bias. Is it the ever-so-slight? See, I can do that. Hey, I mean, you wouldn't know that I'm like six foot six, because I can take my voice up really high. <laughs> okay, Mickey, settle yeah, down. Yeah, Exactly. So I, I, I named it purposely vague because I wanted to be able to talk about whatever I wanted to talk about. It tends to be an awful lot of Mac stuff. I mean, the ever so slight is, of course, sarcasm. Um, but I've been known to say nice things about Windows 7. We do uh, have Linux reviews on the show. A lot of, lot of you know, gadget stuff, software, sure. freeware, shareware. I like open source tools, stuff that's uh, cross-platform, you know. Um, it's a lot of me up and doing reviews and that sort of thing. We have a lot of listener contributions as well. And uh, then the second half of my my show is called Chit Chat Across the Pond with Bart Bouchatz, who unfortunately has been under the weather for about eight weeks straight now. Wow. Uh, Bart is a uh, brilliant computer scientist, physicist, uh, photographer. <laughs> How do you describe Bart? Uh, out of Ireland. And uh, he and I have been doing the show together, the second half of the show, for, I don't know, four years or so. But uh, we've been doing a bunch of guest hosts from the only rule is they have to be across the pond. So that, that, uh, that let Gaz in under the wire. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I got in there, guy. Yeah, I well, sneaked in. I'm probably on the other side of the Potomac River. Would that would that still make me ineligible? Well, that's what you know. I'm starting. To, the longer he's sick, the the more I'm going to have to stretch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was last week's? Because I, I like last later. week. Uh, let's see. Oh, it was um, uh, with Lola. Oh, Snow, Snow butterfly. Yeah, with Lola Wong. Uh, that was a lot of fun. She's got a lot of energy. She t- she's in Canada, so it was chick chat across the border. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> now, how, so, how exactly? So what you, go on, guy. I was just going to ask how 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 you actually you know what's your process of of making your podcast. So the the part with uh, the guest host or or Bart in in usual, I actually do that using Wiretap Studio because I'm not going to stop and do any kind of edits. Um, I I just bang right through and I'll make a note here that you know the cat screamed at the door or something like that. I'll make a time note and then go back and just uh, you know crop that little bit out that sort of thing. Uh, but Wiretap Studio is not very good for doing a recording, stopping, starting, recording, you know, a lot of different bits. Right. Um, so it doesn't work really well for that. But I'll do that one just long record with that. 
then I uh, I pull that and all the other audio recordings people send into me into GarageBand. And uh, can, I know sorry, you were... can I can I interrupt you there, Alison? Do you sure. do you do any editing in Wiretap Studio? Because I do a long. Um, I I tend to record my segments in Wiretap Studio. I actually, do I do the edits of them? In so much as I'll cut bits out. I'll do one long recording, and um, and if I make a mistake, I'll just repeat the the section and then just take that that little piece out. So you're saying you do you do kind of very little. You kind of do as clean a recording in wiretap studio as you can and then dump it into uh, GarageBand? No, I, I do essentially what you do. I don't tend to repeat bits because um, uh, because I've got a, a co-host on at that point. So uh, okay. what I will do is, is I'll just, like I said, I'll make a note of the time. Like if there was a bad Skype drop or something like that, I might tell someone to repeat it and I would go back and pick that up. Um, okay. it's, it's a fabulous little editor. I like it a lot. So that, that does work. But you can't you can't say stop it and then start over. And start, no, that's true. Start back that's up true. like you can yeah, with GarageBand. Well, is, is there a reason why you don't record Skype in GarageBand? I'm trying to think. that The nice thing about uh, Wiretap Studio is you can record two channels at the same time. So I'm recording my microphone in one and Skype in the other. So I can yeah. change the levels and mess with them. And, and I pretend that someday I'll use things like Sound Soap to, uh, to actually edit the... Uh, <laughs> The audio, but every time I use sound soap, it just sounds weird when I'm done. So I always end up taking the filters off in the end anyway. But it is a nice, um, uh, non-destructive editor too. So you can go in and let's say I just want to grab a piece of audio and use it someplace else. I can do it in there and then put it right back to the way it was without uh, destroying the original audio. And how long have you, how long have you been doing the no silicast? Uh, five and a half years. I am at, uh, 290. One shows two hundred ninety. Yeah, I think your like last that. one was two ninety one. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, Gaz, Gaz and I are, are yeah. Gaz and I are going to have to do a uh, a three hundredth uh, congratulatory message. Oh, that would be great! I would love that. I haven't figured out what I'm going to do for three hundred. It's you know, after a while, you're like, okay, you got to come up with something creative and new. Steve did the two hundredth episode. I think it was the two, or maybe it was the five year episode, where he basically went back and pulled all out all kinds of best of recordings and, and yeah, I remember uh, was, that. I remember that. that. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You you just basically, you sat back and listened from memory and just interjected occasionally. It was cool. And it was the first time I'd heard it was when I played it for the live audience. Oh, that is an important part of what I do. Yeah. I was just going to ask you about that. And when did you start having the live audience and, you know, how did you come across that? And why, you know, why did you think it was a good idea? Wow. I have no idea when I started it or how I found it. Um, I, I, I didn't perhaps go we ought to just perhaps we ought to just explain for the audience what what we mean by live audience for well sure. yeah live live is as a it's so, so taken with a slight grain of salt well no in this case it really is live so i uh i go to if if you go to podfeet.com slash live on sunday nights at 5 p.m uh pacific time I am on there live creating the show. So you're not seeing the show live. You're seeing me create the show live. So maybe it's a little bit sideways. Um, and, and I did it originally, um, uh, just cause it was a fun experiment to see how it worked. And, you know, that's kind of what all this stuff is about, right? It's just finding tools and playing with them sure. so, to see what they can do. So I, I started doing that, but a really, really interesting side effect happened was it really cemented and created a community around the show. Yeah. Um, they named themselves the No Silla Castaways. <laughs> and, uh, 
And it's a most interesting group of people. There's um, not a ton of people live uh, every week, but maybe 40, 50 people a week. And they're just welcoming and fun and care about each other. And, and very often they're simply either mocking what I'm talking about or they're not talking to me at all. And, just ignoring you completely while they have their own little yeah, sideways they're like talking conversations. about the game or you know they're, they're they're whatever they're doing something else but um it it's a fabulous group of people and i just uh i i just adore talking to them it's really really fun and and uh, i noticed you said oh i got to save when you're in garage band i went through a real bout of uh garage band uh difficulties at one point and so the audience started learning to every time i stop recording to yell save <laughs> and you should see you should see the transcript. It's hysterical. It's like you'll see it every ten minutes. Save, 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 save. Well, that was something else I wanted to ask you about. Now, if you go to um, uh, what's I'm, I'm blanking your your main website, podfeet.com. Podfeet.com. Uh, you've got like really super super detailed show notes. I mean, down <laughs> to the actual conversation. That I mean, like just pages and pages. How do you do that? Yeah, it's it's funny. It's not the way I think anybody else does it, but no, I, found, I haven't seen anybody else do that. And and that has interesting side effects as well. I found that if I tried to just sit there with bullets and just talking to an open mic by myself, I was just awful. I was just all stutters and uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're doing a detailed product review, you know, ten minutes of deep content about a topic. And there's no way you could remember what you figured out you wanted to say, you know, four days ago. So I, I, I find it impossible to do those. I tried just doing bullet points and getting rid of the, the giant text, but I found I was, I was spending time trying to turn sentences into bullets. And what was the value in that? Right. As compared and, to doing it the other way around. Right. So what it ended up happening, I mean, I, I, I a real epiphany happened when somebody said to me, you know, why do you give everyone the, the text of what you're going to say? Cause now they're going to read instead of listen. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, "Wow, that'd be horrible if they got the content the way they wanted it, wouldn't it?" You're right. I should I should get rid of that. But what started to happen is I, I've started to get interested in excel, accessibility issues. And what I found was that deaf people read my show, and blind people listen to my show. Now, obviously, there's a lot of sighted people who do both. But um, the the real coup de gras on the topic came when a deaf blind guy wrote in on my on my blog and said thank you for doing all these notes oh he, he was he was transcribing it in braille yeah he's got a braille reader and he's reading which it's like a it looks like a keyboard but it's actually a braille display that goes into usb on his mac and he can read what i'm writing I mean, this guy's oh, full on helen keller right i mean this is can't see can't hear it's, oh, boy it's, did boy did that give you a boost i bet Allison. Oh, i always say i will do the show notes for that guy for the rest of my life, you know, it's just really, really cool. Okay, now, I, I but wanted, what about what about times when you have like interviews and you've got almost all of that transcribed? How do you do that? Well, that's one of the tricks. Uh, when I set up chit chat across the pond with someone, the rule is that they have to do the show notes. So I um, I ask them that they have to come up with topics and and hopefully put in uh, you know at least bullet points. But the more they want to put in, the merrier. And it seems like you know some people are better and better at it. Uh, I know early on, Bart would put in maybe three bullets and then pretty soon it started to get more and more, but he, he just really got into it after a while, really fleshing out the ideas. And it's sort of like everything's a blog post too. And, um, again, it lets the, our content be out there for people who have different ways of, of enjoying it. You know, I've got the attention span of a piece of cabbage. I can't, uh, 
no, cabbage probably concentrates well, but uh, maybe a hummingbird. I, I, I can't read anymore. I can read maybe two paragraphs and I'm just like, I've just, you know, something else caught my attention. So uh, I have to Squirrel. listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was just made for us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, but I don't, uh, uh, but on the other hand, there's people who just can't stand listening or they don't have the time and they prefer to read. So it's just kind of nice to have some for both, for everybody. So, uh, do you have it, do you have like a, a timeline for how long you're going to do the show? Is, is there some point in the future where you want to move it maybe to video or, or do you think that, uh, you're, you're kind of happy with your current format? Well, that's, that's actually, uh, kind of fun. Uh, my husband and I are both, uh, eligible for retirement in about, um, two and a half years. And one of our dreams is that we would go into video after that. He's really into video and he'd really like to do, be able to spend the time. But, you know, when you're working 60 hours a week, it's a little sure. problematic to, to fit that in. You, so, so would you do that on top of what you do currently, Alison? Because, I, I, because for me, video is kind of, it's much more time consuming than listening to a podcast. Yeah. Well, I find that you really have to um, spend time and concentrate on it. You know, like I love yes. Don McAllister screencasts online, but it's not like you can watch that while you're, you know, making your breakfast because you have no. to be watching and paying attention. Sure. That's and, right. And I believe we've ever already covered our inability to do that. So um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think it'd be fun. I just I think make it'd be, a you know, mean it's omelet. <laughs> there you go. I, I did want to tell you guys more stuff about doing the live show because uh, when I first started doing it, if you go to ustream.tv and you start open an account, you can simply push a button that says broadcast and it brings up a little flash player thingy that, that says, can I have access to your camera and your microphone? Sure. You say yes and boom, you're on the air. You have a live show. That is literally all you have to do is sit in front of a camera and a microphone, turn on the switch. Um, so we had to make it more complicated than that. Um, one of one of our desires is to always try to make things more difficult for Allison to see how many plates she can spin at the same time. <laughs> so I'm using Ustream Producer Pro now, which allows me to do a high def uh, output. It allows me to do multi-camera things. So now when you watch the show, um, well, actually, we've been experimenting the last two weeks haven't been high def, but uh, before that it was and it will be again. Um, I've got uh, a picture of my desktop in the upper left-hand corner. I'm in the bottom left-hand corner. And then the vertical right-hand side is the live chat. So if you go watch these shows, uh, they're recorded on Ustream and saved there. If you go watch them, you can see the chat going on as I'm talking. So it's oh, kind of neat. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That, that's yeah. almost like, have you, have you ever used Boinks TV? You know, that that will fit into one of our other uh, discussion items of when you have software that you never actually use. Um, I did have Boinks TV, and I never, <laughs> ever turned it on. I just, I haven't done it yet. I really, it's on my list of things to do. Yeah, well, the, the whole thing, especially if you're doing like a, a live television show, it's not something that you can do really by yourself, especially if you have a, a chat room that you're dealing with and multiple camera angles, because you, you got to have somebody else whose only job it is to switch to the proper camera to be paying attention to what's going on in, you know, going on in the chat room and, and bring certain things to your attention and I mean, do you have someone like that behind the scenes that does that for you, or is that uh, Steve's job? That actually is uh, a lot of what Steve does. He is the moderator of the chat room. Um, luckily, we have a we have a pretty good crowd, and uh, you know, occasionally you get some weirdo walks in and starts disrupting things, and he gets to bounce them. So that's fun. Uh, he brings <laughs> me my beer. 
uh, right before the show. And we have to have a discussion about which beer I'm drinking that week. And, uh, um, but I actually do all of the switching stuff myself. So I'm running, uh, Cam Twist to pipe the chat, uh, through IRC into, uh, Ustream Producer Pro. I've got my camera. I've got my microphone. Um, I'm, I'm using Audio Hijack Pro to take my microphone and, um, uh, garage band and pipe them through Soundflower into, uh, as an audio source. Um, and I'm running GarageBand actually to do a recording while reading a script and keeping track of the chat room. Wow! Now, couldn't you couldn't you also use Wiretap Anywhere to to route some of the sound around? I had some trouble with Wiretap Anywhere. Um, uh, an interview I did with Steve Harris of Reinvented Software, where uh, our voices got out of sync. And wow. the, the wiretap guys could never figure out why it happened, but it just terrified me. The idea of losing, a, I, I lost the recording and I, we have it, but it was just, it was a big mess. I mean, it just, it was just horrible. And so I stopped using it after that. And I mean, I'm sure it was a fluke, but, and they did try to figure it out, but give me the willies. Yeah, that's, that's frightening when you have stuff like that, especially if you can't work it out. And it's, it seems odd because if, you know, when it's, when it's your time uh, out of work, um, you've got to make sure, you know, it works for you, especially if you're getting people who are uh, perhaps a little bit more professional or you're taking their time out of their life. That's, um, yeah, that's you, it right you, there. You want to make sure that, you know, <laughs> what you're doing is a good job for them as well because, you know, they're not going to keep coming back, are they really? Right, right. I have, um, I use uh, uh, a wiki called PB Wiki, or it's called PB Works now, I think is what they call it where we do the show notes. And the first thing it says in the show notes is Bart pushed the big red button, meaning he's supposed to record. <laughs> so as he's been out, it said Lola pushed the big red button, Shy pressed the big red button, Gaz pressed the big red button. But uh, having a duplicate recording is the only way to go on that. Well, do yeah. you do all of this on a single computer or are, do you have multiple computers doing this? I do it all on a uh, 25-month-old MacBook Pro. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was interesting. Maybe, maybe was... we should start the Allison Sheridan needs a new computer fund. <laughs> well, it, you know, it it was it was looking a little long in the tooth there for a while when I started doing the um the high def version on mm-hmm. um using Ustream Producer Pro, it did hit the wall. I mean, both processors would just slam to the top, the fans are on full speed. And when I would actually be doing the GarageBand recording, there was a noticeable lag between or a, a displacement of my lips and my and my uh, my voice. And uh, so we looked in all these different ways to try to fix it. We kept trying all these different things. And then Steve had just gotten a brand new MacBook Air because his wife is amazing. And uh, <laughs> oh, you got it for him. I just got it for him for no reason. He just came home one day and it was sitting on the bed waiting for him. So, uh, yeah, I'm. Will just you marry that- me? <laughs> my wife about, won't buy me a new computer i got my daughter's boyfriend a ps3 for no reason it was, i am the coolest not mother-in-law ever did you know that we did you know that we're related allison <laughs> I, I i forgot about that yeah your, fir- your first cousins your first cousins on his neighbor's side <laughs> well so anyway steve's got this wimpy little brand new macbook air right i mean it's only 2.13 gigahertz mine's 2.53 gigahertz it's got uh you know he's got four gig of ram i got four gig of ram the ram was the same speed and everything but he said hey i'm a lark let's just try running the show on the macbook air it was perfect there was no problems using that macbook air so we started so all, going, the, all, all your lag stuff went away 
Yeah. So we started thinking about what could be causing that. And, and the, the only big difference really is the disc, right? Because it's got that fantastic solid state drive. Oh, sure. So we were looking into what to do about that. And, um, I have asked Santa for a solid state drive to replace my optical drive bay, uh, for my OS and my applications to run on. But in the meantime, I thought, you know what? Let me just scrape my disc off and start over. So I did a, uh, a nuke and pave of my OS, and I only dragged over what I did need. So it's sort of like when you try to clean your closet, if you take out yeah. all the shirts you don't wear, you don't have any more space. But if you take everything out and put back what you do wear, all of a sudden you've got vast oodles space, and right? Oodles of space. Well, you asked me earlier what music I listen to, and um, yeah. I don't, actually. And I found I had like 50 gig of music on my hard drive. Why did I wow. have 50 gig? I, I, I didn't need that. So I simply didn't move it. And, and all kinds of other crap all I'd been stashing over the years. And uh, I have 100 gig of disk space uh, free. I was down to like nine before. And evidently wow. that was the cause of the lag. Well, yeah, well, that'll that'll cause you a lot of problems, especially, you know, I mean, you've got files that are kind of spread out all over the place. So it's it's filling in all the little gaps where it can. Sure, sure. Uh, disc, defragment or disc fragmentation in OS X is not supposed to be a problem, but apparently when you get down to that kind of number, it's uh, they yeah. say 10%. You really don't want to get under that. So I should have had 30 gig free. And there were days I had no gig free. Those weren't, <laughs> yeah. those weren't good days. Yeah, my yeah, son, my son has, a, has a Mac Mini with a the 320 gig hard drive built into it. And he likes to collect a lot of movies online, and he was telling me that his computer was running slow. I went and looked. He had less than five gigs left <laughs> on that 320-gig hard drive and something like well over 100 gigs of these stupid little movies. And and the thing is, I mean, he had or I'd given him an, an external hard drive. <laughs> it's like, just put all this garbage on there. You still have access to it. You know, it just you have to click maybe one more time instead. Oh my God! You see, but that—that's where we forget. You know, there are users out there that don't care. Well, and it's I know not that it's not Peter that they sure don't care. care. It's not that they don't care about what they're doing and about what they're watching and what they're listening to. What they don't care about is how the computer handles it. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, I, sometimes I get asked questions about stuff, and they say, "Well, why don't they just do that?" And I think, well, it's because one, they don't know, but two, they don't care because they just want it to work. Exactly. Sit in front of it, turn it on, and use it. And uh, yeah, you, I, I come across that normal every day. people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And guys, <laughs> we need to take a break. So I don't want to. We were talking about me. Well, we can still that. talk about you. We can still talk about <laughs> you. Come talk, my voice is you. going higher again. <laughs> there comes Mickey. Yep. So everyone, please stand by to stand by. I like to drag that out every once in a while. And we'll be right, guys. Back. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but I'm standing by to stand by. Am I, am I supposed to do something while I'm standing by? Then See, the noise you just heard just got mail on my iPhone. That's because I'm a huge tech fan. I'm a fan of technology, and as such, got a new podcast called 
coincidentally enough, tech fan. My name is Tim Robertson. I'm the host of the show. We've got David Cohen, another ex-MyMac.com podcast host. So it's just a continuation of what you're hearing here on MyMac. We broaden the scope just a little bit, including not just Apple and the Macintosh and the iOS devices, but, you know, Google, Microsoft, Nokia. If it has to do with technology, we're talking about it. So I hope you give us a chance. It's TechFan. You can find a listing to it at MyMac.com. It's in iTunes, free of charge, not going to cost you a dime, unless you want to send us some money, in which case, uh, make it out to cash and uh, just email me and I'll get you that info. Hey, it's TechFan, MyMac.com. Peace out. Yeah, that was stupid, wasn't it? Uh, I'm never doing that again. Nope. Mail. They leave the pool hall, heading for the dance of the armory. Libertine men and scarlet women and ragtime. Shameless music that'll grab your son, your daughter, with the arms of the jungle, animal instinct, masteria. Friends, the idle brain is the devil's playground. Trouble. Oh, right here in River City. Right here in River City. Where the capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. That stands for pool. We've surely got trouble. We've surely got trouble. Right here in River City. Right here. Gotta figure out a way to keep the young ones moral after school. Our children, children, gonna have trouble, trouble, trouble. We love our listeners, and the police would very much like to talk to us about it. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Does he rebuckle his knickerbuckers below the knee? Is there a nicotine stain on his index finger? A dime novel hidden in the corn crib? Is he starting? And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. I am exhausted. That Allison just never stopped. Oh, she's still with us. No, oh, she's oh. still here, guys. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. <laughs> so actually, we took the, that break took, uh, what, about 20 minutes? Because we were just, it was like, oh, let's go over here. Oh, wait, look at this. Oh, check this out. This is great. Oh, look at these pictures. And, and we just, and finally, it was like, you know, weren't we doing a podcast or something? Squirrel. I think so. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Well, going completely off topic here, you know, I, I, I see squirrel. I see these trailers. Squirrel, squirrel. What, squirrel. what are you talking about? Squirrel. Talking about the are movie you, Up. Oh, I've yeah, not seen Up. Oh man, it's such a great flick. Um, it, How you could know, you not have seen Up? It, well, my you family have, have seen it. Up. My family have seen Up, and and they keep telling me that I'm going to see Up, but I've not seen it yet. Well, do you, have you downloaded it? Do you have it on in iTunes? No, nope. no. Nope. That is that is. Do it. Yeah, there's there's an app recommendation for you or content recommendation. Uh, the the weird thing about Pixar flicks, you know, ever since I guess like Toy Story three, I, I see these trailers for Pixar movies, and I I look at it and I'm thinking, oh, really? You know, bugs? What cars? Really? You know, <laughs> what is this all about? This this is going to be crap. And then you know, of course, because I have kids, I go to see it and I just sit there and I'm mesmerized. And 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 I thought the same thing about Up. It was like because all you really saw was this house with a bunch of balloons outside of it yeah. and this old yeah. guy, fly, you know, kind of flying around. And it was like, what the hell is this all about? Why would I want to go see this? And then almost from the point, you know, near the beginning when they get married, from that I was I was caught. I I was completely into it at that point right there. Yeah, it's okay, it's a so. it's a fabulous movie. You, okay, so there's, I put there's, I put yeah. it on my iPad cuz and so I watch it every time I'm on travel by myself. I just love it. Yep, I've I've got that and the other one I watch a lot is um The Incredibles. Oh. I never well, welcome, get tired of it. Welcome welcome to this week in Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, well, that is how we bonded, right? That's how I got to talk to you guys together was because uh, of the, the whole thing about Pixar and, uh, yeah. and the iPad, right? Very yep. true. That Very is true. true. So it all kind of comes full circle here. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we I promise. I promise. Notes. We have before, show notes. We're not doing yeah. it. No. Yeah, Go ahead. Before the end of the holiday, I will watch up and I'll give oh. you a review. Okay, next week. Expect to see it. Oh, no, not next week. Oh, you're busy? Squirrel? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is I've the got, segment I've of the show. I've got a lot of flying to do on around the 24th. Oh, wow. Oh, oh you're Santa um, Claus now? <laughs> San, no, Santa Gaz. I've always been Santa Gaz. <laughs> squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Just draw it out. Squirrel. Anyway, we're going to do a quick review here. Uh, you the, guys can't blame this on me. I did not cause this. Oh, we can blame it on you. And as a matter of fact, uh, once you're off Skype, Gaz and I are going to talk about you probably badly for the, at least a half hour. <laughs> it won't be half an hour because I'm going to get a bed. Oh, that's true. It is late for you, isn't it? Uh, this is this is the segment, or at least a, uh, a semi-reoccurring segment, where we do a, a quick review. In, in this case, it is an iPad game called Zombies a la Mode, available for both the iPad and the iPhone. What did you think about that, Gaz? Well, there were a couple of things wrong with it. Um, firstly, I was a little bit annoyed that I couldn't choose my own music, because that's one of the first things I always look in a game. You know, the, the background music and the, the sound effects that I have in some of these games, yeah, the music I can do without, the sound effects I'll probably have on low. And I couldn't play my own music, which just annoyed me a little bit. I always, I always get a bit fed up with that. But strangely enough, I've got a little bit addicted to the game. Now, I know that you know, I won't go into it. I know that you've, you've said that you're, you're not a big fan, but the, the, the idea of the game is that you have to basically collect ice creams, um, right. in, in certain types of cones. And you basically move the iPad or your iPhone, um, obviously at an angle so that you're, that your guy who's collecting the dropping ice creams can move from left to right on the screen. And then you have to serve up the ice creams to the people who are, you know, also on the right or left, right. Either on the right or left who are asking for obviously certain different types of ice creams, whether they be different flavored and however many scoops that you can give them. And it, it sounds pretty simple and pretty boring, but I have got strangely addicted to completing each <laughs> of the levels, and I know that you've got a slightly different view on it, Kai. Yeah, um, I started to play, and the first thing it reminded me of is this old game called Bomberman that was on you know various platforms. Right, yeah, 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 and it, yeah. it's very similar, where, where the ice cream scoops are, are falling down from the sky, and you've got the guy in the bottom with the scoop. And he needs to, like, people will want, like, a chocolate and a vanilla cone. We have to get one scoop of chocolate, one scoop of vanilla. And in the meantime, there's, like, all these other scoops coming down, and you have to try to ignore them. Because if you and get the wrong and, type, and the guy won't go, take it. Yeah, and as you go further on, you get obstacles coming down at you. Right, right. And, I, I you know, I, I, I really gave it the old college try and played it for a while and just didn't like it. The, the, the one thing that... That kind of bothered me is what was the point of the guy being a zombie? Was there any point of it at all? <laughs> That's the one thing that completely threw me. I, I've got no idea why zombies are involved in this game. 
it just there was no reason and i think the only reason why they did it was because zombies are hot right now you know i well, figured no, if it wasn't no, a zombie missed, it was going to no, be a missed, vampire you missed a trick there guy sorry but you missed a trick i was going to say zombies are cool at the moment ice cream cool. uh, squirrel what's that over there <laughs> So, it's Allison. It's Allison. I didn't do it. <laughs> do you like ice cream, Allison? <laughs> Who doesn't? I don't know. <laughs> the people that are lactose intolerant, probably. So, so from this review, you've got absolutely no idea whether you should try this game or not, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, find, I'm finding it strangely addictive, and Guy's finding it strangely unaddictive. Yeah, but it's only 99 <laughs> cents, so you know, yeah, how much are you going to lose, or what is that, 69p? Something like that. 59 pence, I think. And you can find that on iTunes at Elevate Entertainment on the App Store in the game section. So now now we just did this whole review talking about apps, and now we're going to do our actual app recommendations. Yay! Uh, Allison, are you still there or did you leave us? I'm still here, just barely hanging on. (laughs) Yeah, I know know how you feel. I I was reading a book. (laughs) On your iPad? Or, oh, or did exactly. your husband? Or did your husband take your iPad like uh, Gaz's wife took his? No, no, I don't let him touch my iPad. Remember, I got him a MacBook Air. He's fine. Ah, that's true. That's true. Well, do you have an app or some kind of service to recommend? Yeah, I'm uh, actually. Can I do a twofer? Can I do them both? Sure. Let's see if I can make this show longer. Oh, good. Uh, well. <laughs> I'll tell it from an interesting perspective, I think, anyway, is uh, when uh, Gaz and Guy agreed 15 minutes before the show start time that I could be on the show. Um, I snuck in <laughs> under the wire. Squirrel. Uh, Guy, Guy mailed out a, uh, a text file of the show notes. And then as they started talking, they went back and Guy and Gaz went back and forth and they rearranged a bunch of things. But I'm still looking at the old version of the show notes. So I don't know what order anything's going to happen in. And I do like to keep up, know when I can go off and, you know, have a drink or something. Anyway. Anyway, uh, exactly. Yeah, let's I go with tea. In, I dropped it into a, uh, a service called PiratePad. Uh, PiratePad.net is the one I'm using. It's actually a variant of the now open source EtherPad. And um, the basic idea is you drop some notes in there and then you can have several people editing them at the same time. So everybody can see what's going on. And uh, we use it like crazy on the Mac roundtable um, that, that I'm on where we put in all these, uh, you know, everybody's contributing to the show notes throughout the show. And by the time we're done, the show notes are completely finished. Everybody has their links to the to their picks. They have their links to their, uh, you know, their, their own podcasts and that sort of thing. So I showed it to these guys. And uh, Guy, what, what did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was fantastic. I started typing away, and you guys started making fun about how slowly I type. <laughs> See, it's got that, too. <laughs> if you well, try to it, collaborate on something with somebody, it's fabulous. Oh, yeah. And, and then the, the nice thing about it is is everyone is doing it or can do it at the same time. And you're seeing everything that they're doing while they do it. I mean, it really is amazing. I was, uh, there's also a, uh, a live chat and I've been sticking links in the show notes to uh, screenshots <laughs> of, of Guy when he, uh, of Gaz when he took us on a tour of Carnarvon Castle this summer. So I've uh, been entertaining the boys with that too. So it, it's, it's a pretty cool service. Yeah, I'm but not at sure the same time, we are it. easily entertained. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> uh, but the software I wanted to talk about is called Poster from reinventedsoftware.com. I'm doing a long review of it on my show today uh, or coming out, I don't know, tomorrow sometime. Um, it's, it's a piece of software designed to make it easy to upload photos to Flickr and Facebook from either Aperture or um, uh, iPhoto. 
or you can do it as a, you can use it as a standalone product, just dragging photos into it if you don't use either of those tools. Um, it, it's interesting because both uh, Aperture and iPhoto have automatic uploaders, but they leave kind of a lot to be desired. You can't yeah. uh, tag your photos easily ahead of time, that sort of thing for, for Facebook in particular. And uh, Poster makes it really easy. It's a, just a beautiful little app. It's really, really pretty, too. And uh, I'm a big fan of Steve Harris. Uh, he's the guy that wrote Feeder, which is the uh, tool I use to write my 75-page show notes. <laughs> what about you, Gaz? What you got? Well, I didn't have a great deal. Um, the, the joke that um, Guy mentioned a little while ago was the fact that I had my iPad next to me ready to mention a, a couple of apps or one or two of a, or a choice of either of a couple of apps. And um, I mentioned that actually Mrs. Gasmus has taken the iPad away. And that kind of led, <laughs> that kind of led us onto a, a, <laughs> a whole different conversation about whether the iPad is a family tool. But before we get on to that conversation, I was going to mention an, uh, an iPad app called the Guardian Eyewitness. Now, I think there was an application or a website called The Big Picture over in the US. Yes. Um, and there's now the Guardian Eyewitness does a very similar thing, but it actually it it basically takes a picture of the day. It's a little bit UK uh, concentrated, so you know it may not be for um, the, our American friends. But if you're over in the UK and you're listening, the Guardian Eyewitness it takes a picture of the day, which it can be a global picture. It tells you a little bit about the um, the item or the picture and what's happening, what's going on. But if you click on the uh, article telling you, you know, brief description of uh, about what's going on in the picture. It flips over and gives you a quick tip about how the picture was taken, what the photographer was, you know, concentrating on, the light levels, um, just a little bit about, you know, how to take a picture, a similar sort of picture. So, uh, Guardian Eyewitness. Devilishly clever. And um, sorry, <laughs> my my app recommendation this week is also. And this is only for the iPad. It's called Ute Tower. And longtime Mac users, users will probably remember a game called Sim Tower where you would build like a skyscraper and you could have all different kinds of, you know, offices and, and hotels. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah, is I basically that. that game for the iPad. And it looks almost exactly like it. And I, I just picked it up last week. And I've already got like this, this tower. It's about 15, 16 stories and it almost covers the complete screen. I can't even zoom out enough to see the entire, the entire width of the tower. And I'm really, really digging it. It's, let's see who makes it. It's by Digitoys Incorporated in a couple different languages, English and Japanese. It's a little pricey for an iOS app. It's $7.99. But I have had a blast with it. Yeah, you see? But there's no ice creams dropping from the top of the building. No, no ice creams at all. And that's that's probably not necessarily a bad thing. Ice cream falling down 15 floors. <laughs> so I think uh, I think that about does it for the day. I think it does. Oh, yeah. it's Aww. over? It's almost over. Allison, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do so? Squirrel. Well, the easiest way is to go to podfeet.com. That's P-O-D-F-E-E-T. And, uh, or you can go to iTunes and look for the NoSillaCast podcast hosted at podfeet.com. And is there like an email address or anything? Sure. Allison at podfeet.com. And on Twitter, I am podfeet. 
Uh, what about you, Gaz? Well, you can, uh, if you really want to contact me, you can contact me. At, <laughs> after this show? <laughs> after this show. Uh, <laughs> Nobody uh, wants Gaz, to talk to us. <laughs> Gaz at mymac.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, which I've been a little bit quiet recently over on Twitter. Um, that's probably because I've been a little bit busy and bit away, but uh, I do frequent Twitter as Gazmas. So twitter.com forward slash Gazmas. You're and- fun on Twitter. I like it when you're, do- when you're talking. <laughs> Only 144 <laughs> characters. I 140. Can, 140. It should be 140. It should be, uh, it should be 12 by 12. Oh, what think. do I know? Yeah. Uh, I can be, you can reach me at guy at mymac.com, and I can also be found at Twitter at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. Ah. <laughs> and, of course, we have our Skype number, which is area code 703 Four three six nine five zero one. None of you called this week, and and that's just you naughty people. Naughty, naughty people. Please call our <laughs> Skype number seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Don't forget about the other podcasts that are here at mymac.com, including Geekiest Show Ever, uh, Tech Fan, and App Minute, and also uh, Scott Wilsey's new one, Pocket Sized Podcast. So cool uh, stuff. Cool it stuff. is great stuff. So everyone I just haven't got enough time in the day to listen to everything. <laughs> to all those podcasts. My mind <laughs> is 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 going a mile a minute. Ah! Um, everyone, thanks so very very much for downloading the show, and we'll see you all next week. And thank you for listening to the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to podcast at MyMac.com. Be sure to check out our other shows, including Geekiest Show Ever, My Phototech Podcast, Your Own Victory Garden, and Sam's Cool Picks. All available in iTunes. We would like to wish all of our listeners a very Merry Christmas. Christmas. Roast Beast by the Grinch was allotted to whose who responded besotted with shouts and applause while the heart of this clause grew three sizes and burst his carotid. <laughs>